You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind-the-scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hi, hi, welcome to session 16. We are getting so close to the end of Monica and I's journey together, but just the beginning of hers. And this episode is just so awesome. We get to dive into what to do as you're getting all these new clients, how things are shifting for her, really taking in the fact that she's finally made making sales on intensives easy, focusing on what's next and really finding her way as her business starts to grow and gain that momentum. So really, really pumped for you guys to listen today. So excited for us to be able to get be getting these results at this point in her journey and really happy for you to be able to listen. So thank you again for being here and let's listen to the session. Okay, what's been going on, lady? I feel like I haven't heard from you as much, which is sometimes a really good thing or sometimes not. So, so tell me what's going on. Yeah, it's been good. So busy Yay. week last week. Um, I had my, my week long challenge and that was great, but I also had a couple intensives, which was yes. super fun. Like I, I really enjoyed it. There was one, um, because my because my challenge was going on, I, I didn't have as much availability as normal. So I did it in the evening. And usually I don't like, I don't enjoy working in the evening. But the intensive is just so good that it was just it was amazing. And one of the one of the ladies that I had done it with, like a great referral or testimonial, she had said like she doubted herself before the call and like it's one of the best sessions she's ever had. So it just made me feel so good. Oh my God, amazing. Yeah. What a good feeling, right? Yeah, it was really good. And then paired with, you know, just doing doing the live stream videos. I know that's something I keep telling you is like, I just, I really love doing them. So it just, it was a really great week. Very busy, but really good. Um, Yeah. So right now I have a few people that I'm talking to about an intensive or coaching. So we've just been messaging back and forth and I'm going to follow up with them today. And um my intensive client, I, her week support will end in two days. So then I'm hoping she's going to sign on on coaching for, for the, for the program. Beautiful. Okay. So, so let's dive into some of that. Um, unless there's something else particularly on your mind, but just like all the warm leads you have around you converting people from intensive to coaching, anything else you want to specifically talk about? Yeah. So the last thing, and I know I've been bringing it up a while. I haven't really been doing anything. So the messaging and the visibility, like I still, I still want it. I don't want to change it, but been doing a lot of like how how the tasks you gave me in in base camp, like go back, see what the areas, um, you know, that I like talking about that are important. And, and a lot of them are the same, but it kind of like, as I've been like expanding on that, it's almost like I have three different tiers where right now I'm focusing mostly on people starting in business. And those are the calls I've been getting and that kind of thing. But there's also like the in-between where like people need to implement systems and then the scaling. So I feel like I haven't been able to reach out or talk to those people at all because 
again, I'm, I'm offering like a message thing. So that was just something I wanted to bring up again. Cause I've been thinking about it, knowing that I don't want to like, you know, have too many offers, but I still kind of feel like I, I want to talk about it more. Okay. Let, why don't we start there? Because obviously that kind of impacts what we're selling, how we're converting that kind of stuff too. Does that feel okay? Yeah, it does. So I think, I think we talked about this a bit, but I think it's worth diving into again. But I think where you're maybe getting yourself tripped up is that it, it's still about where someone's at versus like, what do you help with? Does that make sense? Yeah. So if we just start there, like, what do you want to help people with? Like really like foundationally, you're Monica, you bring certain skills to the table. What do you want to help people with? So that's a good question. So there's like, there's so many areas I'm passionate about. And when I was writing this down, it was kind of like, like putting systems in place to create a business that can run, you know, by giving you free time, but also in profit. And so, I mean, it, it seems like more of like the middle area of where people are. Um, but again, that's also me thinking of, well, where are they again? But that's kind of like, I love talking about like hiring, delegating, you know, profit, create, making your business more profitable, and then creating the freedom within it while you're still profiting and not losing it. Well, I think it's like this, right? Like you kind of have to pick and I'm going to give you a hard time mm-hmm. here where it's mm-hmm. like, as soon as you start to say something, you're like, but, but, but like mm-hmm. this other person, I could help with this. Right. Yeah. And like, if you don't pick, you're like, it's going to be so hard to grow. Like if you're like, well, I'll talk to you if you're new. And also if you're in the middle, mm-hmm. I can help you with this. And also if you're further along, I can help you with this. Mm-hmm. Like you pretty much lose everybody at that point. Right. I, Totally. And I, and I kind of feel like that, like, like right now, like with the message and call, like, I mean, it's great. I know I'm good at it. The visibility, I know that's great, but it's like, it still kind of feels like, yeah, like I'm like, maybe I'm not talking about the thing that like really lights me up. I'm just doing it because it's easy and because I know it, you know? Well, I think that what I would say, and this is like just super, super important. I think there are two pieces here. One is like, Absolutely. As you talk to more people and as you get a feel for things and as you write more content, let yourself grow and expand into what you want to keep solving a problem for. But I think that like, also, I think it's easy to start making ourselves wrong really quickly. Like this thing might just not light me up enough. And so then we spend this like whole middle ground and this is kind of your pattern, which is why I want to reflect it to you, which is then we like spend a whole bunch of time trying to refigure it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And almost like going back into the details, right? Mm-hmm. This doesn't light me up. What does? How do I dive in? Whatever. And I think the the work for you is to be like, I'm going to still not make that wrong. I'm excellent at that. Being on calls lights me up. Everything about that serves my business. Everything about that is amazing. And I can keep evolving my message as I go. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Um. And you can totally keep evolving your message as you go. Like that is not a bad thing. But I think the challenge point here is that you have to almost like bring it on in. Like I'm like visually almost seeing like you have to like pull your energy back into yourself and get grounded, right? Okay. Or I think that energy is in like what do people want from me versus what do I want to give them? Okay. And what I want to give them – is where I do feel lit up, is where I do 
show my expertise. It's where I do get to pull in the right people versus like looking for the right people. Right. And it's how I truly become an expert. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's the piece. If it's systems that give you time and profit, well, if you're new, you might need a different system than if you're further along, but I might still give you systems that give you time and profit, right? Mm -hmm. Does that feel true or what comes up for you immediately when I say that? Yeah, no, it does. And, and what you had said before, like, you know, repeating the pattern and this and that, I mean, it all makes sense. Like everything you've just said all really makes sense and it's good to think about. Um, but I'm glad I've given it, you know, the time and, and in the last couple calls, I think I've been mentioning it, but I haven't done anything about it. Like I'm still like running with the messaging, you know, not like just writing things down, seeing what comes up and just kind of feeling for where I'm at. So it does feel like I'm giving myself that time to figure it out, but I understand what you're saying and it does sound true. One thing that's super valuable about coaching is not only being able to see your own patterns and notice when they're repeating, but to have someone else see your patterns and notice when they're repeating. So one pattern Monica was starting to dive into a little bit here was kind of the overthinking before doing, like, I don't know enough. Is it right enough? That kind of thing. But what's so beautiful is once you know your patterns and once you catch yourself in one or once you have one reflected to you, you immediately know that you want to do something different this time. You immediately know that you want to shift it. You're like, wait, that didn't work for me before. And I see how that kept me stuck. So I see I'm in it again and I'm going to make a change. So noticing that you're in an old pattern or in a repeat of an old pattern isn't terrible, right? It's just something to notice. But the beautiful thing is, is as soon as you notice that you've already made the decision to shift it, And so you get to move forward so much faster with that. So then I guess the two questions that come up for me is like, what do you feel like you still need to figure it out? And what what do you think is keeping you from doing something with it? You know what? Um, In the last couple weeks, like just getting everything out on paper and like re-going over the content party plan with the categories I had before and then just kind of adding a few. So it's all very similar. I think now is just like, it all feels really good. Um, I didn't want to stray away from the messaging and visibility. So I was still really focusing on that, which doesn't like, I don't really talk about systems and stuff. So now it's kind of like, I don't, you know, I don't want to just stop something, but like, that's kind of where I'm at is like, well, do I offer something else that's kind of more aligned or which kind of like for me, it feels like I, I want to. Well, I think uh, one thing I would mention, and I think that sometimes we're, like it's about like looking at the bigger picture too. I think that the big picture is that the most important thing for you right now is to serve people and get clients and move your business forward, right? Mm-hmm. So I think like just the, the large scale thing is don't take your eye off that prize, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what you're, why it's making sense that you put your time, energy, and effort into the challenge, into your intensives, into converting, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a way where you can give yourself a little bit of grace there too, where it's like, yes, you want to do something with this, but you also don't want to like, nar- like narrow your focus way in where now this is like a big thing to solve because still the priority is clients, right? Yeah, exactly. And so... When you say aligned, I think an important thing 
to look at there is like, what does that mean for me? Like, what would that look like? What would that feel like? How would I know if this was a more aligned thing? Okay. Yeah. What's the answer there? What comes up for you? Um, I mean, a few things are coming up, like just, okay. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk like, so, okay. So a few things are coming up. So like more aligned being like, oh, and business, like there's just such a huge umbrella, but it's like topics that I'm like, you know, really passionate about talking about. And like, so it's hard because I know like the messaging is really important, but I kind of feel like there's just so much more I want to help people with. And it's doesn't all just start with messaging. Where does it start? With kind of seeing where they're at and where they want to go. So it's like, I mean, so I think there's something here that I really, really want you to think about, which is like the work you do and the marketing you do, right? Okay. Like you've been talking about messaging for a little while. It's probably not going to light you up like a Christmas tree every time. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm teasing a little bit, but like, you, like for me, I talk about mindset, strategy, and execution, like nonstop, twenty four seven, till I'm blue in the face. Like, do, would I say that like that level of content creation like wildly lights me up? No, like it really doesn't. Like I'm saying this because mm-hmm. it's important for my marketing and my audience. And what lights me up is to know that I'm helping them and serving them, right? Okay, that makes sense. And and then the work I do with my clients is totally different. One thing I want to underscore here is that your expertise truly, truly comes from knowing what you actually want to help with, right? So it's really finding that place inside yourself where you know what your thing is. And we talked about this last week too, right? But the thing is, it doesn't mean that it will always light you up to write content on it on a daily basis. What will start to light you up is serving your people, being in front of them, opening those conversations, building those relationships, getting them results, right? And so sometimes we get a little too focused on the topic and the repetition of the topic in our marketing. And obviously having that expertise and knowing what we want to help with and establishing our thing is hugely important. But I want to be clear that the fallacy that you will always be wildly lit up on a day-to-day basis about that content just isn't true. But what will happen is that you will become more and more and more lit up and fulfilled by the work that that content helps you do, by the results that that content helps you create. Now, I am still lit up often by the content I produce, but there are definitely some days where it does feel repetitive. And being okay with both is really key as you continue to move forward in your marketing. Right? I mean, what have we talked about for half this time? Like everything that's like from your relationship with people in your life to how you show up in your business to what you're doing in your day-to-day life to closing down your old business so that like I couldn't market to that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it would literally be impossible for me to be like, and if you have a business, I'll talk to you about closing down that. And if you have <laughs> mindset stuff around showing up for yourself, I'll talk to you about that. And if you want to talk about your pink wall, I'll talk to you about that. Like you get what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Totally. So I totally am with you. But I also think that like as far as like the alignment piece goes, I think you want to give yourself a little bit of permission there where like the work you do and the marketing you do are going to be slightly different. The marketing has to be more niched and it's going to be more repetitive, right? Mm -hmm. 
the work you do can be vast and varied and broad, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not always going to be doing the work of messaging. And again, you don't have to do the messaging assessment. But I think what I don't want you to get too wrapped up in is like, how do I go really broad so that I can talk about all these things in business I want? It's like, how do I meet people where they're at so then I can help them with all the things in business they want, right? Yeah. And so if you can separate those two out a little bit and see your marketing as slightly separate, you may find more clarity there. Okay. Because again, like if I look at the work I do with my clients, like there's almost no way to accurately pull all that together and market to it. But what I'm what I'm certain of that they need to hear in my marketing and teaching and content mm-hmm. is my philosophy, my framework, a niched view on business, right? Yeah. So I think that's the thing to say to yourself, which is like, I think if you focused on systems, for example, I think you'd eventually get to this point with systems, right? Mm-hmm. Where you'd be like, yeah, I mean, systems are good. I've been talking about them for a little bit, but it's not quite lighting me up. I really see visibility being just such a huge gap for them. I want to talk about visibility, right? Mm -hmm. And so the two things that you can give yourself grace around are, one, know that anytime you talk about something for a long time, Mm -hmm. it's going to get a little old for you, right? Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't mean it's not exciting. Doesn't mean there's not different spins, all that kind of stuff, but you don't want to bring that pressure. Okay. And and number two is to figure out, like, what is the thing that <clears throat> I really am, like, happy to talk about and market to that I really believe they need, but then to give myself permission that the work will al- always be much more deep, much more vast, and much more varied than that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Does that feel lighter? Does that make it feel even more complicated? Like, what kind of comes up for you there? No, it does. It feels good. Like, it 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 feels lighter. It doesn't feel complicated. So, and I, I don't want to, like, pull you back to something that doesn't feel true. But, I mean, I really think that you keep getting yourself a little off track with the idea that, like, your message has always been build a business that doesn't need you 24-7, right? Mm-hmm. And I think whether that's system or visibility or messaging, that's still what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to switch up your call to be about systems for a little bit, totally fine, right? Yeah. But And then you could switch it up again to be about visibility. And then you could – like that's all fine. But like the broad perspective is build a business that doesn't need you 24-7. Yeah. Something I feel like every – service provider or coach has to realize some point is that the work you do is often different than the marketing you do. And I don't mean this in a non-integrity way or in a way where we're fooling someone or pulling the wool over their eyes, but in the way of it's almost impossible to explain the depth and detail and um, differences in the six months of work we do together in our marketing. So our marketing has to be focused. It has to meet our people where they're at with the problem we solve and how we solve it. But the problems we end up solving in long-term coaching are vast and varied and different and beautiful and exciting. So if you've been struggling with how to capture that in your marketing, it, it really is something everyone struggles with, but it's not something you have to do. I teach in my Value Center Sales uh, Mastermind that there are four different levels of value that we go through. and. 
typically we only talk about two of them in our marketing. We cannot fully capture everything we do in the work we do together. And I think that can scare people because they think, well, I have to talk about all of it if I want to do it, right? And what you have to talk about is the result, right? So the result that Monica has come to me for is to build her business and make more money. But that looked like talking about all the different things that we have talked about, right? And so as long as I keep my focus and my marketing on the result, I get to do work that looks vast and varied. And so if you're listening to this and you've struggled with this, I hope that's permission giving to just see that the two are related, but definitely separate things. So I guess then my question is, does that feel aligned or what kind of still feels off there? No, that does feel really good. And just hearing you say like, yes, you know, like to switch it. Cause I was just worried, like, I didn't want to start like switching it all the time, but you're right. Like it all, it all, like whatever I'm offering has to come back to the main message of building a business that doesn't require you 24 seven. Um, so that makes sense. And it feels good having you say that. Yeah. I mean, I think that you have to figure out what, what, is under that. And I think that's kind of what we talked about last week. Like what is building a business that doesn't need you 24 seven? What are the things Monica wants to help with around that? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think messaging is part of that. It makes sense, but it doesn't mean that has to be the only thing you ever help with. Right. Yeah, you're right. But I think the important piece is, is knowing that you can switch things up without making any of it wrong. Right. Mm hmm. So if you're like, I'm just, you know, I've done like a million of these and we're good, totally fine to, to mix it up. But the thing that you have to keep bringing it back to is the result, right? Yeah, for sure. Do you think that that's getting easier? Does that still feel like really hard to remember or what's kind of the gap there? No, that it's feeling easier. Like, I mean... I've been putting together content and like just going through the outline for the next six months. And I mean, it's, it's all about profit and freedom and, and creating that business. So it's very much like a lot more ingrained in my head than it was before. Cause it just comes so easy to me. So it's like, it's easy to, to just not think about, you know, like breaking it down certain details where like, it's, it's very much in my head now. Totally. And I think that you're also at a point where, you know, the, the clients are starting to come. And so you're going to start to get the proof that you'll help in different ways. Right. Mm -hmm. I do still think having a, a niche and funnel is important. So if you make the call about systems, like you want to be clear what the next step is there. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that it can't be like, from systems to visibility, you mm -hmm. just have to make that connection if that's true, right? Okay. And so permission to keep pivoting the specifics, but not the the larger message and what you're an expert at. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah, it does. Anything else kind of sitting with you there? Does that feel like something you can kind of run with? No, it feels like something I could run with. It feels good. Right. And I think the thing to remember here too is that like the point is, again, priority is clients. Priority is moving this business forward. So like 
how do I not overcomplicate it? Like if, if I just want to make a systems call, can I go make a systems call? Can mm-hmm. I figure out what the lead in is to that? Or maybe just the permission that I can do that is enough. And then I can let myself focus on what I already have for a couple more weeks and get this these warm leads converted. It doesn't matter. But either way, it's like the eye on the prize. And then know you have permission to do whatever you want underneath that, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, it does. So are you feeling like, okay, yeah, I want it on my to-do list. I want to change it this week. Or are you feeling like, I don't know, I need to sit with it. Or where are we? I think that I do want to eventually change it. I just want time to make sure the change is right. So it's like, in the meantime, just keep doing what I'm doing, but have that, you know, to be figured out. So I'm going to give you a hard time here. What does the change is right mean? Sorry? I'm going to give you a hard time here. What is yeah. time to know the change is right? Like, how would you know the change is right? So that means like the funnel. So basically like the free call and if the intensive is changing. So just like plan that out. Yeah. So I think, but here, here's the thing, right? And this is the good like pattern interrupt, right? Which is like, mm-hmm. that doesn't have to take any time. If you want to do it this week, you could put it on your to-do list this week, right? Yeah. Like it's not something you have to keep mulling over, which is maybe why you kept saying, I feel like I keep bringing this up on calls, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think that, you know, sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to dive in. We kind of want to wait, right? Yeah. Okay. Throw it up there. If it it feels right, let's do it. If it feels wrong, let's figure out why it doesn't feel right. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. Let's do it. So one thing I was pushing Monica on here was basically just are we going to do this? Are we going to put this on your on your list this week? And she was like, well, you know, I'll, I need to make it right. And I think that that was just the pattern interrupt that we needed, you know, to stop thinking and waiting to know if it's enough or it's ready and to start doing. And that is such a shift for her, which is not to sit in something for so long until she like, quote unquote, feels ready. You know that that's something we talked about a ton at the beginning, but to decide like, if this feels right, then I have to do it. If it doesn't feel right, I have to figure out what's going on, you know? But she knows it feels right and there's still a piece of her that wants to hesitate and wait. And that's the pattern we're gonna shift here. We're gonna make this a priority. We're gonna put it on her to-do list and we're gonna get her into action around it so it doesn't become something that she continues to sit on and feel not ready or not enough for, but so she knows it's something that she has everything she needs to go tackle tomorrow. All right. Tell me about warm leads. Yeah. Okay. So, um, from my challenge, there are two people that I had been talking with. So after the challenge that I will reach out again today, but basically expressed interest and we hadn't had a chance to like talk further. Um, cause it ended right on the weekend and, and then they, like communication kind of just fell off. So I'm following back up today, but that would be for the intensive. I know I had also been talking about um, the coaching package, but these ones were for the intensive. So it's getting them on a call basically because they, these ones weren't people that I have had a call with before. They were just in for the, uh, the challenge. Yeah, totally. And I think for you, it's seeing, and this is the the next piece of the conversation, but I feel like it's almost like not feeling like 
that means that they're not interested in the bigger package too. And I don't Mm -hmm. know if you were saying that, but I think that's just a really good mindset to go into it with, which is like, of course, if they have a great intensive, they're going to move on. So I'm happy to sell them into the intensive if that's where the interest and ease is, right? Yeah, definitely. And so are you going to get them on discovery calls for that? Or are you going to try to just sell them through messenger? Like what's your kind of game plan there right now? Um, so ideally I would like to get them on a call. Okay. So that, that was my next step. Okay. And so how did you kind of frame it in sending it out so that they expressed interest? Did you just say, let me know if you're interested and then they DM'd you or did you say like book here, but then they messaged you to have a conversation or what was that sort of process there? So after, um, I don't know if it was the day before, so the second last day I had reached out to a few people that were participating just to open up the conversation and like learn a bit more about them. And then after the last day, um, I, I reached out again. So we were talking, reached out again. It was over a few, uh, one of them had to catch the last video. And then I had mentioned about the intensive, um, throughout all the videos, I was mentioning the intensive and my coaching just as examples and, and that, um, and then, so they, they had one specifically had asked for more detail and the other one, um, she had said that she is interested and just wanted a time to like go over it more. Cause we were just, you know, messaging back and forth. Okay. So I think like a, one amazing thing there is that you're like being super proactive on your end, right? Mm-hmm. You're reaching out, you're following up. I think that's amazing. Um, I think that getting them on calls probably is, is the move. So you don't draw that out in messenger, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's an easy pattern to get caught up in is the back and forth, back and forth thing versus the like, let's just talk through objections thing, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I think at at a certain point, you can certainly transition out of that where it's just kind of like, here's the link, bye. Okay. But for right now, I think that's a really good move is to just get them on the, get them on the call, have the conversation. And if nothing else, it's practice for you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think one thing that makes that easier that I've noticed is like, if you're having that conversation in Messenger, just pick a time. Okay. So I think that what can happen is then we're like, okay, so then here's my link, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we're following up with that and all this stuff. So I think what I would just recommend as far as like getting them on a call is to kind of like move that needle forward by just being like, okay, cool. So I have this time, this time, and this time this week. Do any of those work for you? Yeah, good idea. And that really makes it super obvious versus that I'll look when I have time or let me check or whatever. All the things we do to ourselves when we're freaking out on the other end, right? Yeah. So that's either going to be like a yes, let's do Tuesday at two or like a, you know, no and here's why. But that kind of is a fork in the road that moves it forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay, beautiful. So that feels easy, nothing difficult there. Any questions on that? Yeah, no, it feels good. Cool. All right. And then what about converting from intensives to longer term? Yeah. So I have, um, so the one girl, we have a few days left. And then, um, like, I know when I was, I'm pretty sure when I was talking on the messaging call, we had said, like, 
if she books after the price comes out of it kind of thing. So we've talked about it a little bit. She did express interest after this. And so now it's kind of like setting up a call because because our our week um, support is all like online. So it's not like on any calls. So now do you recommend like scheduling another call after this is done or how would you recommend that? Yeah. So in general, what I would say is just like a good practice for the future is just to have that conversation while you're on the end. In- on the intensive or after the intensive call, but while you're still on the phone rather. Mm -hmm. So basically just like you do with calls, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And not feeling like you almost have to wait, if that makes sense, like wait out the week. Not that they can't wait to decide if they absolutely need to, but you don't need to wait to make a pitch. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think you had mentioned that you spoke to her a bit about the price coming off. Did you guys talk about moving forward or has that not really come up at all? Um, it hadn't talked too much. Like she wanted to hear about my offers, said that she definitely wanted to go with the visibility intensive right now. And so that's what we did. And and that was kind of it. Like she asked me about like, what are all the offers you have told her? And then she's like, okay, hey, well, let's just start with the visibility intensive right now. Got it. Okay. So, right. Like, Broad scale future future stuff, I would definitely pitch on the intensive. I mean, certainly give them their full time, but like open that conversation afterwards in the same way. Like, okay, so this is amazing. We got through this. We got through this. I feel like your next steps are this. I'd love to talk to you about how I could support you with them, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you feel like you are really clear with where she's at and what you want to support her with moving forward? Or do you feel like that needs a bit of a conversation? I know I am. And I know, um, I know she's like interested. Like she has had a really great week. Like she's kind of coming off of like a slump, not really feeling well, has the motivation, is getting stuff done, seeing progress. So I think it's going to be like easy to explain. It's just now getting back to the phone call, right? Because I didn't even ever think to do this at the end of the intensive. Yeah. Listen, I mean, like, this is totally fine. And it doesn't mean that it's like a problem at all. I just think there's some ease for you in that too. But what I would say Mm -hmm. here is send her an email with like the, you know, that same mentality. Here's the amazing stuff we did. Here's what I see us doing next. Here's how I could see myself helping you. And then do the same thing. Like I'd love to get on a call with you just X time, X time or X time work. Okay. But give that context so she feels like understood and seen and supported and excited to get on that call, right? Okay, perfect. And so that way too, you're really getting to show your expertise. And this is really that place where what we were talking about before of like, I feel like I could help people at different places comes into play because you get to meet her where she's at and tell her what you think specifically you would work on with her moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where the magic is. You're not like, well, my program has this topic, this topic, this topic, and this topic, right? Yeah. You're like, I see you. I get you. Here's what you need. This is where you can truly show that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because it might be a little bit different for her than for someone else. And this is where it gets more fun and varied, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think you're like just getting into that really exciting part where like you get to, you've basically used an intensive to do an assessment, right? Of course, you're giving them a 
great value and great results, but ultimately you really can see where they're at. So you can easily help see where you want to take them next, right? And help them see that. Yeah. And I think having the email is great because that's sort of like the invitation for the call, right? Mm -hmm. Any other questions about that? Or does that feel pretty good, exciting? Anything I can help with the converting piece? No, it feels really exciting. I'm excited about it. So good. It's so good to be at this place, right? We're like, and I think this is just something I want to reflect to. We're like, now booking intensives feels pretty easy, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. Like, there's a bunch of warm leads. You've gotten a few. You've gotten some under your belt. You're getting to the conversion phase with some of them. Like you have one-on-one clients. Like you're really starting to get into like, okay, it's getting easier. But selling an intensive is easy. I'm not even like freaked out about like these people in my inbox. I'm just going to get them on a call and sell them. So now converting becomes a little bit more of my work. But like this is the piece where it's like can feel so slow. Mm-hmm. But is so magical where it's like, there you go. Like you're you're closer and you're closer and you're closer and you're closer and your machine is well oiled now. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And it was probably so much easier to run the challenge this time, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was great. And it's going to be easy to change your call because you already know what that process is. Yeah, you're right. So I just really want you to give yourself credit there where it's like it should be getting simpler. And I see that it is. Does that feel true? It does. So what do you feel like our next steps from here? Like, obviously we'll change the call. That feels good. I think just kind of like a rip the bandaid thing. What else do you feel like is on deck? Is it kind of like picking what your next event is? Is it going deeper with the um, conversions? Is it doing something totally different? Like what's sort of on your mind right now? So um, just going off of the kind of schedule you gave me before, this week I'm all about selling and and kind of figuring out what my next event is. And then like the next two weeks is promoting it. So right now is figuring it out. Does that feel okay or is that feeling too tight? Is that feeling perfect? Like what's what's the experience there? Yeah, no, it feels really good. Like I haven't really given it much thought about what it would be because I... I'm just starting on the selling, but I mean, it's just, I love putting them on. So it's, it's exciting. Well, so this is why it's probably, and this is actually a really good, good way to tie it together. And I don't even think I did a great job sharing it in that way before, but basically like this is what got so extended for you before is that you were focused on a challenge about something specific and it only makes sense to sell an intensive about something specific off that, right? Yeah. So if you don't run with this change to your calls or intensives now, you're a month out from getting to do it. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Because whatever you design this next event for, has to be in line in line with what you're going to pitch off of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't mean it has to be now. You certainly could wait a month. But because it keeps coming up for you, I think you don't want to, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think that the point is then we need to figure out how to keep it in, in line with that. So it might be worth diving into, well, what am I going to call the call? What's the outcome? And what's the upsell off of it? yeah I think I'll definitely start there and I'm glad you pointed that out because yeah no you're right it it all has to flow 
would that be helpful for us to talk about now? Or do you feel like you just want a little bit of time to sit with that? I think I need a little bit of time to brainstorm some ideas. So then I could like think it through, talk it through and then, and then bring it to you. Cause I haven't, I haven't really done that. Like right now I just have all my content topics, all the different weeks. I'm, you know, the, the topics I'm wanting to talk about. Um, so I need to kind of figure out what ones make sense related with, you know, my core message. Yeah, totally. And I think like, you know, sometimes you can just pick one of those topics and that becomes the the challenge or the event, right? Like, it's not like it even has to be separate from that. You might just pull a week and be like, okay, the content this week is going to be a challenge, right? Yeah. Oh, such a good idea because I have so many good things coming up. So that's, yeah, I'm going to look at that. That's a really good idea. Yeah. And that's actually a really obvious thing too, because when you look at the the six months or whatever, there's going to be some that are so obviously perfect for a challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like you're going to look at one that's going to pop out at you and be like, now that would be easy to design a challenge around. So don't even feel like you have to now ideate outside that. It's more like that, that six month content plan can be your container for filtering all your ideas through. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And that helps because then the ideas move a little bit faster versus like, oh, but I have all this good stuff. What else? (laughs) Yeah. Right? It's like I just get to pick one of these. Mm -hmm. You're right. Cool. Because I I think that's what I had done. Well, I had created the last time, like the the plan before and then started picking the challenges. So, yeah, I think it's just going to be so much easier now because the ideas are already there. Right. Exactly. Um, okay, so event is next. Let's put that on there. Event title. Okay, so tell me where we're at time-wise. Like, so obviously we're going change your call, pick a new event, sell, like get on these calls, convert. Like, do we have time for all that? Are you time blocking? Do you feel good about that? Does that all feel doable? Or is that starting to feel like a little bit of crunch time? It feels really good. I know one thing I didn't give myself time to do last time was really sell after the challenge. Like I, like it was kind of like, okay, like, you know, the day it was over or that last day, like I sold. So I really want more time this week to like focus on doing that. But then also the other things, one other thing, it's so funny. Okay. So the time blocking is working really good. I, I do a lot of my work in the morning. My daughter, like I have every few days, I increase it by like 30 minutes because she keeps waking up. So it's like, it's insane. So like the time blocking and just seeing what I have to do, it's helped because now like I rearrange my schedule like every second day, but it's so easy to stay on task. So that it's been super helpful. I love that. And so is it, um, is it something where you feel like to rearrange the call and all of that, that maybe you want to put an extra week in between? Um, possibly like, I think right now, I mean, it's, it's Monday. Um, I just want to try to, you know, start doing it right now and just see, I think, I think I'll know more by like Wednesday if we need more time. Yeah. And I think the the reason I say that is that, um, you know, that's the, that's the mentality I want you to be giving yourself. Right. Okay. Which is like, I get to move the pieces on a day-to-day basis, which is something you're really training yourself, like with the example of your daughter, right? Yeah. 
And I get to move the pieces on a broader scale basis too. Like I don't have to be on this four week schedule. If there's something that is a priority that needs my attention that I simply can't fit in. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you give yourself that permission, it's so easy to continue to be consistent and flow in your business. Right. Sometimes if you don't give that permission to yourself, then four weeks later, you're like, damn, I still didn't do that new call and it's still bugging the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. Because you're sticking to like an arbitrary schedule that we made up. Obviously that schedule is helpful and we want to, you know, um, we want to use it to serve us and, and having a container and clarity around that does. But I just want you to give yourself permission to not be locked in so tightly either. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it does. Especially, and this is just an important reminder, as you're getting more clients. So like last week, I don't, I'm just making up numbers in my head, but I'm thinking that you had at least two intensives plus your regular clients, et cetera. You probably spent at least six hours on client calls, probably more, right? That, that changes the game really quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was my first week actually realizing that where it's like, Ooh, and then I had the challenge going on too. So it was like, my schedule was really squished. Totally. So what you want to do is just pay attention to that. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is like, again, it's not bad. I'm still going to follow this like event calendar because it's really helpful and it really gets me moving. But I'm also going to notice when things are shifting, you're also newly pregnant (laughs) and probably tired. Yeah. Right. So we think that there's just this way where like, it doesn't have to be a yes, but I don't want you to put yourself in a position where you feel frustrated for four weeks because you didn't change this thing you wanted to change. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. So it's good that the, the time is feeling good, but again, like permission to shift as your business shifts, adding six calls to your week is a new game, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's the, the thing you're going to do here is like, now say, say you knock these out of the park and now we're adding eight hours to your week. Mm-hmm. Well, you might be doing an event every seven weeks then. As you yeah. get more clients, you might do it every eight weeks. As you get more clients, you may do it once a quarter. Mm-hmm. And you'll see, right? Like that's not a, a strong case that it has to look like seven weeks, eight weeks, a quarter. But it's just the idea of like, I want you to give yourself permission to make those CEO decisions, but while staying in that consistent container. A really, really important conversation we had in this session was the permission to shift what's right right now (laughs) versus making a plan that is right always. So as we make plans in our business, it's often for what makes sense right now. So as we're making plans for her to, you know, do a conversion event every month, it makes sense right now. As she continues to get more and more clients, which she's doing, she's signing all these intensives, she has a bunch of warm leads, she's got regular um, long-term clients, she's about to get more, right? What is right, quote quote unquote right, (laughs) will shift. And I think that we can get so rigid and think, well, there's a right way to do it and the right way is an event to month. The right way is to make it work for you and your priorities. And her priority is to get clients. So as we get more of those, what's right about conversions and events will shift. 
So if that's something you tend to do to yourself, which is stick to the plan regardless of what's actually happening in your business or around you, I want you to know that that is not the the path forward. That is not the CEO level thinking. The CEO level thinking is I can adapt the plan as my circumstances change. So for Monica, as I'm signing more and more clients, I can adapt the plan to my new circumstances versus I have to figure out how to fit these new clients into the plan, right? The whole purpose of the plan is to get more clients. So it's so funny how that works and how our brains can keep us stuck, but really permission here to shift what's right for you as your business shifts, as your time shifts, as your client load shifts, right? And if you do that, it's always going to be easy to show up consistently. And if you don't, it's going to get harder and harder to stick to the plan. You're going to get more and more confused at why it's not working how you want it to, why you don't seem to have enough time and you're going to beat yourself up. And so if we remove that, from the table and we go, I always have permission to shift based on how my business and results shift, everything gets easier and we start stepping into that CEO level thinking. Does that feel hard, easy, better, worse? What comes up? No, it feels good. It makes sense. And I mean, I haven't really thought that far away because you're right, like incorporating the actual coaching work, the calls, you know, intensives, all of that takes away from everything else. So it's nice just like knowing that the plan in the future is going to change, but like figure it out with what feels good when the time is there. Totally. Same with the free calls as an example, right? The more you Mm -hmm. get booked up with clients, the less space you have for free calls. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But that's something I want to talk about real quick here too. Which is like now you can start leveraging that in your marketing of your free calls, right? So before it was kind of like we have space, come on down. (laughs) Yeah, please come on down. Right now, if you average it out, if you're spending six hours on the phone, otherwise you might literally only have two spots for calls a week. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. You need to, you know, do the math there, right? Mm -hmm. But like then that starts to become the marketing. Like there are only two of these type of calls this week, first come, first serve if you want to get it. Mm-hmm. So that's like super exciting. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm really excited. And it's just good to keep in mind because sometimes I think we forget to like take our audience with them and tell them these things. Mm-hmm. I.e. we forget to mention like, oh, there's actually only two spots open this week. And sometimes we actually feel bad about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like, oh man, I really don't have as many room for these calls or as much room for these calls anymore. I don't want someone to get mad that they'd have to wait a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And and I want you to lean into the opposite. Like the more your time is spent on paid client work, the less time you have for this. And it's not bad to showcase that to your audience. Okay. That is like a very positive thing. Okay. That creates urgency that creates excitement that makes it feel even more special Mm -hmm. it's like a win for you because you're showing them like hey my time is really filling up and it's a win for them because they're like oh my god it's so special that I got one of these two this week or whatever yeah so figure out what that is for you it might be two it might be five it might be ten I don't even know but but start looking at that and start moving the needle based on signing people so if you sign this other client plus two intensives Mm-hmm. your time has really changed again, right? Yeah, it has. And it will continue to as you sign more. So I really want you to just stay conscious of that. I think that 
um, you will love to do things right, like quote unquote right, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like totally your thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want you to just always be going, but is this the right thing now? Okay. Because things are starting to change very quickly for you. So my point in, in saying that is the right thing four months ago might have been five calls a week. The right thing right mm-hmm. now might be two. Yeah. The right thing two months ago might have been an event a month. The right thing two months from now might be one a quarter. Mm-hmm. So really give yourself that permission to go, is this the right thing now? Okay. Does that feel easier? Does that feel hard to to get your brain on that train? No, that does feel easy. Um, just the flexibility of it all because it is all all changing. So just kind of having that permission going into it is going to make it even easier, but it does feel good. Okay. So last question for you. Mm-hmm. Really the most important question. Okay. <laughs> is, are you giving yourself permission to take it all in that it's changing and to get really excited about that? Oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, okay, that so- deep side tells me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I really wanted to challenge Monica on today was really taking in how far she's come and integrating and celebrating it. We know that that's another pattern of hers is to kind of be like on to the next thing without giving herself a lot of credit for the current thing. And I just see so much transformation in her. I mean, from where she's at, where she didn't feel ready, didn't feel like she even knew what she wanted to do, was still in her old business to now where she's signing intensives with ease, ready to convert more and more people into her one-on-one, has warm leads around her. You know, is doing events regularly, is getting amazing feedback on her coaching, right? It is so important that she sits in that and takes it in. Because if she doesn't, it is so much harder to go to the next level where everything gets even better and even easier. We have to embody where we're at to get to the next space. And she's seen that in the mindset work along the way. And so this is just another opportunity to do it. It just feels even more stretchy because she's at another level. She's at another level of clients and ease in her business. And this is the exact time to stop, to take it in, to integrate it, and to celebrate it. And I know she's going to make an effort to do that. Always, right? Like, okay, next. Um, no, after the after the intensives, I was like, like living in that feeling. But then it's like, so it felt like, you know, all day, all night, like super excited. And then the challenge going on, but then it's like, it's so easy for me just to be like, okay, like hammer down and focus on the next thing. So you're right. Like I probably didn't sit in it as long as I could have. Yeah. Well, and I think that, um, it, it's one of those things where you don't want it to be like this spike and dip as like, I signed the intensive and I have a dip. I signed the like, I want you to start getting the feeling of like, I I signed intensive and then I know more are coming. Like I have several warm leads. So I'm always kind of in that space now mm-hmm. versus like taking yourself back down to like, I don't sign clients. Then I do. Then I don't. Then I do. Like you're trying to find that mm-hmm. more level off point where it's like, I might not sign one every day, but I am now someone who finds ease with selling intensives. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I, can I hear you say that? Yeah. And you know what the, so the thought that just came up was while 
So while I was doing these intensives, it was just like, oh man, this is, you know, this stuff is just so good. And then um, having that one um, client just say those few comments that were just so nice to hear. It just makes me think like often like all the calls I had before and like just like seeing how much better I could have been like yeah no it's just it's just like oh man like this is so good I wish I would have just expressed it better and like you know had that confidence and been able to do that but mm, isn't that interesting yeah I <laughs> I'm going to give you a super hard time here for a second <laughs> This All is, right. This is why you have the pattern you have. Okay. Stop starting. Okay. Because you give yourself such a motherfucking hard time, even when you did something really good. Mm-hmm. That you're so scared to do the next thing sometimes. Okay. Because it's like, well, what if I fuck it up? Then I'm going to have to deal with weeks of hearing my own shit. Mm. Right? Even when I get it right, I'm going to have to deal with weeks of hearing my own shit. Yeah. You know, it's it's like having someone in your life where everything you do is wrong. And you're like, I'm just going to stop doing stuff for you because everything I do for you is wrong. So forget it. Wow. You're kind of doing that to yourself in your business where there's this piece of you that's probably like that. I think that's maybe actually explains a lot on why that changing that call and intensive is feeling like such a pull, but like such a Mm -hmm. drawn out process to a certain extent Mm -hmm. for you Mm -hmm. because it's like, but I got to get it right because last time I screwed it up and I didn't get it right. And I did the calls in a way that I couldn't, I could have done so much better. And now I'm doing so much better. And so what if I do these in a way that's not better and like, right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm like, I have nothing to say because that's so true. And I think that the the win here is to go, this never works. Mm. This never actually makes it easier. This never makes me move forward faster. This never makes things happen sooner when I'm mad at myself for all the calls I could have done better. Mm-hmm. I'll actually tell you a funny story. I have a client um, who I've been working with for like a year. Um, and I had a call with her the other day and at the end of the call, she was like, Hey, can I give you some feedback? <laughs> and I was like, Oh Lord, <laughs> here we go. You know, when a client says that to you, you're like, where is this going? Right. Yeah. It's like, sure, sure. And she was like, you know, I've loved coaching with you this whole year. And I think you're really good. I was like, okay. She was like, <laughs> But I think you've gotten so good recently. Mm -hmm. I was like, thank you. And she meant it in this beautiful way. And she was like, you know, I'm not saying that it wasn't good before. I'm just saying like, it is like uh, you're on fire right now and I feel it and I appreciate it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so my feedback for you is we're all getting better. Mm -hmm. Always. Like, the, the podcast recording that we're doing right now and the one I do two years from now, I mean, bad news for you. It, I will probably be better two years from now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. You're not going to feel screwed. Yeah. You're not going to feel like, oh man, that was such a waste, you know? Yeah. You're going to feel like, well, Lacey's a human. So of course she gets better. Mm-hmm. So that's some grace to extend to yourself, which is that's all that's happening for all of us all the time. Even if we're already a good coach, even if we're already a great coach, even if we're already one of the best coaches, like Mm -hmm. 
we're only and ever going to improve. Yeah, you're right. And so if every improvement you make means that you beat yourself up for the past, you're going to stop making improvements at a certain point. Just like the person that always tells you you're doing it wrong, you're just going to stop doing stuff for them. Does that feel true? Does that change it? Or does it feel like, yeah, but no, I really did suck. (laughs) No, like, I mean, it does change it because I don't even notice, right? Like, it's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, it's just the thought that comes in and then I move on. But you're right. It's like, like, they don't even need to come up. Why am I even focusing on that right now? So, Well, listen, I think that's better. And maybe I misunderstood that slightly, but I think that's way better that it's a thought that comes up and then you move on. (laughs) That's like light years ahead of I spend weeks beating myself up, right? Yeah, no, I'm definitely not beating myself up over it. It's just like the thought of it where it's like, oh man, you know, I could have done better. But but you're right that it is this pattern and it and it does, you know, on some level affect me differently and and I didn't realize that. Yeah, totally. Well I think that it just it's what you can use to take yourself out of feeling backed into a corner kind of, right? Which is like, I want to do amazing and I want to get better and better. But Mm -hmm. as I get better, then I feel worse in some ways, right? Mm -hmm. And so if I just remove that potentiality, like I'm never going to beat myself up for getting better at something. Yeah. doesn't mean the thought might not pop up here and there, but like today – at, you know, 12.56 p.m., I'm deciding that I am never beating myself up for getting better at something. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's like a ton of freedom there, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, how do I nail this call so that it, I never look back and wish it was better? It's like mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, I'm going to look back and, and think it could have been better. I, I Sometimes I listen to our calls and sometimes I don't. It just depends on <laughs> my mood that week. Yeah. But I always think like, oh, I could have, uh, you know, said that in a slightly different way or whatever. But it's not, it's not in a, um, in a mad at myself. It's just in like a no mm-hmm. thing so I can improve way. So it doesn't yeah. mean you can never look at like, well, I was like this on a call then. I'm like this on a call now. And that's really valuable, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, how do I not turn it into... I was screwing it up then, or I'm upset with myself that I didn't do better then. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So as far as the (laughs) sitting in this, I think one thing I would love for you to do is write a letter to yourself. Okay. I want you to write a letter to your past self and just like thank her for all the ways that she showed up. Okay. Like, for being on a call even when she felt like she had no idea what she was doing. (laughs) For pushing through those first few awkward calls that she now looks back on and cringes. (laughs) (laughs) For showing up in this way. For doing all the hard work so that it's now easy for you to sell intensives, right? Mm -hmm. 
Oh my gosh, I'm so passionate about this topic of backing yourself into a corner by making yourself wrong. I think that this is something I see so many of us do to ourselves on this journey, which is that we're so scared to get it wrong because we know we're going to beat ourselves up about it. Or, you know, even as we improve, we beat ourselves up about what we were doing in the past. And everything feels so charged. Every step we take, every move we make feels so heavy because we know that it can come with this level of, you know, just shit that we're going to have to deal with from our own self and our own brain. And so if you're someone that tends to back yourself into a corner in that way where you don't want to grow because then you'll be mad about where you are at, but you're also kind of mad about where you are at, it's time to come out of the corner. This does not move you forward faster. And it would be so much easier and so much more momentum producing to give yourself credit, which is why I asked Monica to write that letter to herself, to really thank herself for all the work that she's put in and to find peace around the fact that she may not have always been perfect, but what she did then is what got her here. And so if you're someone that struggles with that, write that letter to yourself, give yourself that grace and know that it is the only thing that will move you forward faster. Yeah. I think that will help you ground in a little bit more to where you're at, but I also think it might allow you to let go of some of this heaviness too. Okay. And and really be able to see that like old you was brave as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wasn't screwing it up. She was being like wildly brave and vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. So that things could be easier for you now. Okay. Does that feel true? Yeah, it does. Cool. Okay. Feel free to share it, but also you don't have to. It might even be something you want to share with your audience at some point. Okay. Again, don't feel like you have to, but I think one thing that you're really good at is helping people see that like where there's nothing wrong with where they're at. Mm-hmm. And that might be like a, a cool gift to give to yourself and to your people. Again, no pressure. Definitely do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But if that feels good, I think that's an opportunity to share as well. Okay. Feel good? Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit nervous for that one. That, I mean... I don't even know what's going to come out when I sit down and start writing that. So that'll be interesting. (laughs) You know what makes me so excited is when you say that, because that's how you know there's like good stuff there. Like if you get it, like, I feel like I gave one of my clients, uh, not one of my clients, one of my, um, well, she's one of my clients, but I gave my whole, uh, mastermind, uh, journal prompt recently. And some people were like, Oh shit. And some people were like, (laughs) Okay. And the ones that were like, oh, okay, like it was good, but it didn't like transform anything. There was just really not a lot there for them. And the ones that were like, oh shit, like it was like so transformative, right? Yeah. When you get that feeling, like that's how you know it's a thing, right? Yeah. (laughs) Good, good. Maybe even just go give yourself permission to do it now. Like if you have time after this, can you just like dive in and sit with it? Yeah. Yeah, I might do that actually. Just, yeah. Sounds good. Beautiful. Okay, so- The number one thing I want you to do is obviously get to selling because like we talked about this whole call, Mm -hmm. priority, priority, priority. The second most important thing is absolutely change that call. Like give yourself the permission that like you can't fuck it up. Mm -hmm. You know what your message is. You know what the result is. You're feeling this pull. Go get that shit done. Right? Okay. And if we need to move the next event, we can, but we'll go from there. Does that sound good? Yeah, it does. Beautiful. All right, my dear. I will chat with you soon. Keep me posted. 
Okay, thank you. All right, bye. Thank you so much for listening to Literally. I am so grateful to you for being part of our journey. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you for listening. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully confident.